Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast. My name's Imran, TJ Sutherland, Dan Colacott, with new episodes released on the first and third Mondays of the month. Catch Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast at foreverinelectricdreams.com. You, hmm. could you could you put that down? There might be children watching. So, welcome to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind Minicast, or the Sunkum, as all the kids are definitely not calling it. Um, to the imaginary left of me is veteran podcaster, radio host, and karate black belt. He's got more chops than a peck and butcher. It's Imran Mirza. <laughs> Should really be nothing. Hi, people clapping at this point. Um, yes, I'm going to clap myself. That's as sad as it gets, but I'm going to. I'm clapping myself. Nice. It's pretty grim. And um, <laughs> back for yet more vintage fun is friend of the show and the voice of the thinking man. It's Stuart Giblin. Wow. Thank you so much. You would. You would. You would not believe the fan mail up against it's coming on the show and the things people send me in the post oh well that's why you know i don't want you playing with that during the show um so yes on today's episode or tonight's episode depending on where you are in the world uh we will be talking about famous actors who nearly nearly starred in iconic film roles and also a little bit about what they you know, what that might have meant, you know, how that film in question could have changed if another actor had basically helmed it, you know, um, and what we think about that. And of course, you know, speaking of alternative roles in life, uh, my sources tell me that Imran Mirza often stands in for his evil twin brother to mediate in various London crime family meetings. So, you know, care to can we start with that Imran oh man um Dan is drawing on a 15 year old joke (laughs) where which sees him obsessed by the fact that my brother is some criminal underworld gangster um because the first time Dan met him my brother had a toothpick in his mouth and uh, my brother now works in human resources so I mean (laughs) Which is the definition of evil, let's face it. I completely, I do agree, but it's not on the scale of which you, you may you may think. But uh, you, you're right, two of the most evil things a man can do. Um, but uh, yes, so I, I, I could never stand in for his life, no. Interesting. I think he threatened both me and Stu with violence. Isn't that right, um, Stu? <laughs> I remember meeting him at your wedding, man, and he seemed right, ever so yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do remember one thing he said to me, which is actually quite appropriate for the show. He went, oh, you're Stu, aren't you? He said, I've heard all about you. You're the bloke who's into like karate kids and all that kind of right. stuff, aren't you? And I was yeah. like, wow, my reputation precedes me, you know. <laughs> then he said, get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hang on, even back then, which is probably more than 10 years ago, you were still known as the guy who likes karate kids. I think it might have just been based on quite a few conversations Imran and I had, you know, back in the day. 
Yeah. It, was that, I don't know if that was, is that what kind of what bound us? Obviously we met through work initially, but. Oh, I thought, I know, is that I what, thought we what bound us? In... Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. I bound met... you? That sounds very I tell you. Holy hell. Did we meet? I feel like I'm getting in the way here. <laughs> Didn't we meet on, I can't remember exactly when, wasn't it? Sort of like, oh, yeah. you know, August the 20th, 1989, in the cinema, we were watching Cartoon Free, <laughs> and we sort of like, I said, no, I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. We were the only ones at the end going, best karate kid ever. <laughs> and uh, that was us, yeah. We wait till they invent Wikipedia and everyone slates it. We won't agree with them. <laughs> wow. Well, that's, sorry, on, that's, on, that's the conversation on. I do remember us having, actually, in man, yeah. about liking Karate Kid 3 when everybody else seemed to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I was always surprised at the level of hate it got, but I'm I'm happy I found a kindred spirit that can oh, respect thank you. the incredible film that is Karate Kid 3 and one of the best closing, like, epic finales ever of a movie. Wow. Oh, 3. Sorry, I thought you said 2. No, I'm really joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate 3. Aren't they basically the same <laughs> film? I thought every everyone was... One, two, and three are basically the same film, but with different women and different end bosses. Probably. That, that is a fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fairly fair assessment. Um, and I think that concludes the podcast in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> that was how Imran met Stuart. When, when Imran met Stuart. Yeah. So, right. Well, back on topic. Um, so, before we start... Uh, going through uh, both, well, both of your choices for, you know, different um, actors and actresses that you, you I, I guess, are interested in talking about um, and how they may have played certain roles. I, in order to basically make you never make me host one of these things again, I'm springing a quiz on you. Oh, Brilliant. Let me, wait, wait there. Let me just get my phone. Oh, no, that's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to like an evilly uh, sprung quiz. That's not. I, I'm not liking this prospect, but, <laughs> but hell, let's go for it. Oh, it sounds like fun. So the, yes, the, let's go. the good thing is, because basically I'm not that organized, there, there's no. <laughs> uh, there's no questions. There's no questions. <laughs> There's no scoring system, so it's just a case of it's just for fun. No one will be shamed if if they do worse or better than the other person. So, starting with you, Mr. Giblin, which of these actresses were not repeat were not in line to play Ripley in Aliens? Okay, so first first one is A. Meryl Streep. B, Helen Mirren, and C, Gina Davis. I'm going to go for C, and it's a complete guess. So you're saying Gina Davis was not in line to play Ripley and Aliens? Mm. Correct. Oh. Well done, yeah. Well done, man. Good guess. So despite Meryl Streep and uh, Helen Mirren being, I don't know, I wouldn't put those two actresses together in any film because they couldn't be more different but yeah apparently they wow. were both in line um well both under consideration to play ripley in the iconic 80s film mm. uh, yeah so, so imran 
Actually, I shouldn't have given you this one. I should have given it to Stu because uh, uh, this is probably more in your wheelhouse. But we're being nice. This isn't this isn't too competitive. This quiz, but which Ninja Turtle? <laughs> <laughs> I could have done a Turtles one, but let's face it: who cares who's behind the masks? No one. Anyway, so who of these actors were not considered to play Iron Man? So again, we're not. So we're looking for the odd ones out. Okay. So A, Sam Rockwell. B, Tom Cruise. C, Nicolas Cage. D, Army Hammer. And E, Timothy Oliphant. I never get know how to pronounce his name. I hope that's correct. I... I'm fairly certain I have heard Tom Cruise was considered in one form or another. I think he would have been pretty good, if I'm honest. But I am. Uh, so I'll take him off the list. Um, Nick Cage. <laughs> I just can't see them putting all their chips on Nick Cage at that point in the MCU's life. Um I'll park him for a moment. Uh, wait, I got a multiple choice of what? Six? He got three. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> That's bogus. <laughs> well, you know, I, I wanted to, because a couple of them are well documented. Well yes. known. Uh, I think Sam Rockwell was potentially documented as well. Okay, okay. Oh, don't say that. That implies he's not. All right, can I just get the list one more time? Sure. So Sam Rockwell, Tom Cruise, Nick Cage, Army Hammer, and Timothy Oliphant. And I'm just going to put you out of your misery. So Sam Rockwell and Tom Cruise, you are correct. Okay, cool. So, but are are any of the others, basically? I'll, I'll go with Nick Cage. I, I don't think that would have been a good call. Wrong. Oh, shoot. Who, who was it? No, no, Nick Cage was considered. Yeah, yeah. Who? Well, I'm wrong then. So what's the answer? Oh, I see. <laughs> so, so you're saying who else wasn't considered? Yes, I'm conceding my defeat oh, okay. and I'm asking you for the correct you're not, you're not answer. I've, I've forgotten what the question was now. Was it <laughs> is, it, is the answer, is it the elephant in the room? Oh, oh, God. Did you pick him just for the pun, though, Dan? That's I, pretty good. I, I wish I had now, but yeah, clearly. Oh, it only works if that is, in fact, how you pronounce it. We're not sure. We're, we're not. We're not sure. No, I think it's Stevenson. I'm not sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two points for Stu. Very good. Yeah, no, that's impressive. But yeah, um, Army Hammer and Timothy Oliphant are the two who apparently weren't in the running wait a minute there were two people i could have <laughs> this is bogus yeah you never said that that's like your favoritism next question Stuart. i know God. next question for Stuart. What's okay, your no, i'll tell you what look be fair <laughs> be fair to you man i'm gonna give you a bonus question um what um comics based character was army hammer once cast as Oh, Lone Ranger. Yes, that's not the answer I was expecting. Uh, more, um, think more Marvel or DC, even though I suppose, I don't know, what was the Lone Ranger a comic? Oh, no, I guess it wasn't. What do you mean? Did you say what was he cast as? Yeah. Army 
Hammer. Hmm. And I'm giving you a clue. Just because he was cast doesn't mean the film was made. (laughs) (laughs) What what the hell is going on? (laughs) And it might not be a comic, but other than that. What is happening? This is the worst quiz ever. You're right. This is absolutely evil. Um, Okay, Army Hammer. Oh, God. All right, I tell you what. I'm going to ask you for one more clue. Is it in... Is it... Can, are you going to confirm if it's DC or Marvel? Okay, or it's DC. Leave it open. It's DC. I want to say green. Wow, I'm torn now between Lantern and Hornet. Oh, uh, well, I mean that, that that's a good answer, but obviously it's I, completely wrong. I tried to give you a clue that it, it, it this film was, this film wasn't made. Um, but to put you out of your misery, apparently oh. he was cast as Batman in. What was oh. George Miller's scrapped film, uh, which was just—it was called Justice League Mortal, but obviously it was never made. So, okay, a great question. Really, really, mm. that's a great question. Right, I'm, Stu, here we go. No, I'm going to go give you one more. I'm going to give you one more bonus <laughs> bonus question. <laughs> and I think you should know this because I believe we probably discussed it on another podcast. Um, but basically, um, which of the actors that I've mentioned were also cast as Superman? Oh, uh, Nick Cage. There we go. Okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> A shred of dignity. Mm. Not much, but I'll take it. Interesting. So, you. <laughs> yeah. Um, which of these actors weren't, so again, weren't, mm-hmm. Ever in the in the running to be cast as the Terminator, right? and this 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 is a multiple. There are multiple answers. Um. So A. O.J. Simpson, B. <laughs> Mel Gibson, C. Sly Stallone, D. Dolph Lundgren, and E. Jean Claude Van Damme. I think I've read that O.J. was considered. That's correct. So it's, um, I'm trying to think if I can imagine. I'm going to say that I don't think Dolph was considered for it. That is correct. Is it? Blimey. Yeah. Bloody hell. But it's a multiple choice, so there's, there's there are more that weren't considered in this list. Judah Davis. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Gina, that's a, no, I'm gonna say, a bonus point. Yeah, actually, is the other answer? Does the other answer have a connection to Dolph? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean they they've been in they've been they've both been in the same film, but that could be said of two of the actors on this list. I think it's Dolph and Sliced Alone were not considered. Incorrect. It was it was Jean Claude Van Damme. What were they in together then? Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Now I'm, I've got this in my head. They were in a film together, but I'm I need to fact check that because what Van Damme and uh, Dolph? Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, Universal Soldier. That's it. That's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Imran. No, you, yeah. When you said it, I thought I could sort of, I can sort of picture them in a film together, and I couldn't think what it was. Because obviously there was another one as well. Yeah, well, another Universal Soldier. Yeah, where they were in together as well. A later one. Hmm. There was about three three films in that trilogy. I think. I actually think there was more. Um, 
uh, yeah i think he leaves it like i don't know if he's in the second one mm. i think there's one without him then goldberg is i think is in one right. wrestler right. goldberg not, not um, then they yeah they both come back <laughs> not for an, like a fourth or fifth one i think there's quite a few wow i've only seen one the first one which is really good oh the first um, one's a classic mm. yeah it's a great movie um but yeah i i think there's but more than three but yeah, obviously we know that Stallone and Dolph were in Rocky together as well. Mm. So, um, so Imran, mm. uh, a slightly easier one. Right? Yeah. There's only there's only three choices for this one. Um, which of these weren't in the running for Indiana Jones? A. Al Pacino, B. Tom Selleck, C. Kurt Russell. Al Pacino. Correct. I got to say, Tom Selleck would, I think, would have been brilliant. And, and Kurt Russell. And Kurt there. Russell. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Kurt Russell would have been great. I could just imagine it, couldn't you, for some reason? I can really see Tom Selleck in it. Mm. With the moustache. Yeah. <laughs> so, Stu. Because more to this quiz. Hang on a minute. All right. Oh, yeah. We're not. We're not. I've, I've got 20. 20 Three questions. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So this is a little callback, but uh, which actor briefly played the Predator? Was it A, Jackie Chan, B, Dolph Lundgren, C, Jean-Claude Van Damme, D, Mr. T? (laughs) They they played it in, in a different medium. Is that what we're saying? So the, well, well, no, they were under the mask. He's in, in the movie. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right? They were actually yeah. in it. Yes, yeah. so they uh, they they were the character. They were the predator. What were the choices again? Jackie Chan, Dolph Lundgren, yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme, and Mr. T. I'm going to go for Dolph there. Uh, close but it was actually Jean-Claude Van Damme. And it's a bit of a, I don't know, it's a bit of an iffy question because technically he he kind of, because they, they view the role of the Predator as like a stuntman, a stuntman in the costume mm. because, uh, you know, there, there's not much acting, is there? Because it's all done by, you know, animatronics or whatever. Mm. So it's not really, it's almost like playing the part. of it's like, like Darth Maul. Darth mm. Maul wasn't, wasn't played by an actor. It was played by technically uh, Ray Parks was kind of like a front man. Um, So yeah. And I don't think any of the, the work he did made it onto film or if it did, it was, it was minimal. So he, the the guy in the suit, uh, most of what we see on the film isn't actually Jean-Claude Van Damme, but uh, there's contrasting reports about that. So I don't actually know how much actually made it onto the camera. It must've been an expensive stunt man. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, to have someone well known do that. Well, yeah, I yeah. think at that time he hadn't blown up yet, so he was he 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 was obviously because you probably know this. He started off as like a stunt man, you know. He he was he wasn't actually in front of the camera, and then eventually, yeah. uh, I, I don't know what his breakthrough film was. It could have been Bloodsport, <laughs> but he might have done some um, movies before that. Actually, you know, got got really famous but yeah so that's a good fact yeah um so imran another another fairly nice one i think i think you'll 
you know, this, this, this is easing you back. back in. <laughs> All friends are just, I don't know, give you a little, a little hug, <laughs> hug in the form of a question. So who almost played Neo in the Matrix? Will Smith. Great. And, and a bonus, for a bonus point, what film did he do instead? Oh, um, was it Wild Wild West? Oh, so good. Ah, okay. And a little callback because I think, I think you can do this, Imran. I've got faith in you. <laughs> what is the link between Wild Wild West and the aforementioned Nick Cage Superman film? I can answer this. I can answer this. It would be the giant spider. There we go. Incredible. Kevin Smith, who was who penned the Nick Cage movie, which was to be directed by Tim Burton, which never happened. There was a was it? A, I guess a Warner Brothers was an executive who was very keen on a giant spider appearing in the film, at which Kevin Smith thought this is ridiculous. <laughs> but then his uh, that producer's next opportunity to include a giant spider was wild wild west and that's what happens at the end of that movie it's correct yeah Uh, it's um a guy called john peters who if you actually look he's done some you know pretty amazing films i think he did like war games with matthew broderick there's there's a whole list of really decent (laughs) incredible cinema that the guy did but uh he seemed to lose his marbles when he bought the (laughs) the the rights to uh superman and yeah as, as you said he god there was quite a few directors they they got yeah they got kevin smith and several other writers to pen scripts and yeah for some reason he was upset obs- uh, excuse me he was obsessed with uh the hero fighting a massive spider as you do so good answers there hey mr giblin Yes. Which of these famous actors were not considered to play everyone's favourite half-human, half-vampire assassin, Blade? Was it A, Lawrence Fishburne, B, Ice Cube, C, Denzel Washington, D, LL Cool J, or E, Samuel L. Jackson? So which of those weren't ever considered for that role that is a hard question <laughs> getting complete silence the thinking man is uh, <laughs> or oh, his mic's not on <laughs> hang on <laughs> that's the that's the hang on of a man googling hang on. Oh, no, it's not. it was a hang on of a man whose laptop had just crashed it started uh, buffering all that talk oh, no. it, and i realized the uh, counter had stopped as well um oh, i think the bit you missed was i said i was going to make a complete and utter guess and my complete and utter guess was samuel jackson okay that is correct uh, but there's there's so one the more buffering laptop Excuse worked again. <laughs> there, there, was, there was one more in that list who was. Oh, hang on, my laptop's buffering. <laughs> <laughs> um, could 
you give me the, the, the could you take away the uh, wrong arts, the right answer and give me the final um sorry I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I remember that time I was on who wants to be a millionaire and I said my laptop was buffering live on air and they were like what on earth are you talking about you can ask Steph if you want if you want no nah, no nah, she wouldn't know no nah. um I, who's left on so you you've eliminated Samuel Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what? Who? Who we have left is Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. Denzel Washington and LL yeah. Cool J. I think Denzel was probably going to be in it at one point. That's um, correct. So we can eliminate that one. I'm going to say Lawrence Fishburne. Final answer. Chris wasn't or was? Uh, wasn't. Uh. I'm afraid not. No. He was, um, I think he got fairly close to actually playing Blade. Mm. So, yeah, the, the, the final odd one out that I, I put in there for uh, obvious lols was Ice Cube. Oh. See, I, I know. I, I thought that would have been out. my pick for definite. Yeah, you see, he stood out, but I thought maybe it's, you know, I thought that the way you constructed the question, I was trying to think that. Honey, you know, because yeah. it was the obvious answer, I thought, I bet, I bet he did. He did well, con- considering LL Cool J <laughs> was a genuine uh, consideration in this list, then I guess Ice Cube, who has definitely starred in a lot more films than LL Cool J, I think, yeah. is, uh, yeah, it's not a bad pick. So um, let's wrap this mother up. Um, and we'll finish with again. I think this is a nice, easy question. It's only a there's only one answer. Um, this is testing your Disney knowledge, Imran. And I just want to know who was originally cast as Shrek before Mike Myers. It's I have absolutely no idea. It's not Disney. No, oh, no, it isn't actually. Is it? In fact, the whole premise is not. You know, it's taking the, the, the Mickey out of Disney. the Mickey out of Disney quite, quite, no, it's quite universal. Quite yeah, no. DreamWorks, yeah. DreamWorks, yeah. I have absolutely no idea. Can we sort of like ask a few questions? Because I know it's not oh, my question, but idea. would it have been a Scottish accent? So, well, that, that's, that's kind of part of, the, part of the answer, really. But I, I need to come to that. So, the, I, so Myers brought, I think, the Scottish accent, I imagine. He did. He did, which is kind of ruined part B because I was going to ask what, what <laughs> thing. What thing did the studio at first hate that Michael Myers did when he took the role? Uh, which obviously was he put on the Scottish accent. They were like, no, 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 he's not Scottish. He can't be Scottish. And Mike Myers persisted and said, no, 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 no. Let, let me try it. Let me try it. And he did a few. Um, I don't know what you call script, script read-throughs, audio tests, and they and as soon as they heard it, they were like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> amazing." But um, yeah, yeah th- this is it's quite a left-field one because um, you know th- this guy was, I guess, probably more. You know, um, unfortunately, he he died before oh. I think he reached his true potential. Oh. It's a very tragic story. Oh, right. oh um, I have a guess. Is now. he a Saturday Night Live mm. actor? He is, yeah. Oh. Um, his, his wife um, uh, would be the perpetrator of his demise. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I forgot his name. Phil Hartman. 
No, no. Oh, oh okay. God, that's a whole other. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry, I don't I've taken it. Say elsewhere. Apologies. Um, Belushi. No, no, which is a, a good answer, but it was he was after Belushi. Um, Chris Farley. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was tragic because I think Chris Farley was on the cusp of of absolute you know mega stardom. He he was. You know, he was supposed to have been casting quite a few. It wasn't just Shrek. There was quite a few things in the pipeline. And yeah, um, I, I believe he may have even already started um, recording some of the, some of the oh, audio. Wow. But I could be wrong, actually. But yeah, I know it got, it was it was fairly far down the line, as in, you know, they, they were already making the film. And then, yeah, he, he very you know, sadly passed away. Um, obviously, you know, I love... I love Mike Myers, and Mike Myers is brilliant. But yeah, that's a tragedy. So I knew that. That's a that good one. Was, that was that was a good one. End of the quiz. Well done, guys. You did admirably. Considering great like, questions. I genuinely like listeners. I genuinely sprung this out of nowhere. Doing <laughs> him, I did not know there was going to be a quiz. So uh, yeah, uh, appreciated that you. Yeah, I think you you nailed some of these answers. So yeah, awesome. Good quiz. Well done. So I am now going to turn to, to Mr. Giblin. Um, what are some iconic actors or actresses that, you know, you've kind of, you, you've done a bit of research or you, you kind of, you already know that there were some really, uh, you know, big, big names in line to play really big roles that, that didn't, for, for whatever reason, it, it didn't happen. Yeah. What, what are your choices? What are the ones you know, that maybe you would would have liked to have seen uh, play those characters. Okay. Now, one we all read about this week, and we all got very excited about because we discussed it before the show, Ralph Macchio as Marty McFly. So we saw this recently, didn't we? Yeah. And I, just I don't thought, think that was well known. I think... It, I don't it, think so. No. It, no. It feels like, yeah, there's been recent... Obviously, because of the success of Cobra Kai and... There seems to be a lot of buzz about them. Them even like recasting a new feature film of Karate Kid. So they, they right. yeah, they seem to be. He, he seems to be in a lot of um, publications, getting interviewed. So yeah, I, think I don't he mentioned know. It, didn't he recently? Yeah. We saw the article. The, the thing that really, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we all love Karate Kid, as we've established <laughs> earlier on no, this evening and <laughs> years and years before. When I when I read that, I was a quite surprised because I'd never heard that before, and I was starting to think, you know, what bits? You know, we all know Martin McFly the character, etc., and you know, Michael J. Fox's portrayal is perfect, etc. I was starting to sort of think of like what could Ralph have done, and what couldn't he have done, if you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the sort of the hot-headed part of Martin McFly that we've seen, you know, like Marty versus Biff, the whole, you know, like don't call me chicken, that kind of thing, you know, I think Ralph would have been good at, yeah? Yeah. Because obviously we see that in Karate Kid, but I I think there's too much of the character that he couldn't have done, in my opinion, because I was sort of deconstructing Marty McFly in my head over the last few days, and I was thinking, you know, there's there's a bit more to him than that, isn't there? You know, that he has a, I don't know whether a sensitive side is the way you describe it, but he's a little bit vulnerable, isn't he, in places, if you know what I mean? He's a little bit softer, he's got a bit of a softer side. Um, so I think there's quite a bit of the character. It would have been a very different Marty McFly. In fact, as I'm sure 
you know, we read the article. He says the reason he didn't get the part was because of his New York accent. Um, and they said there was a bit of irony in it because it's supposed to be Californian and Indian. They went for Michael J. Fox, who was actually Canadian anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. which I thought was quite funny. But I, I sort of quite like the idea of it. But then I started to think about all the things he, you know, he wouldn't have been able to do, and I, I don't think he would have been quite as well-rounded. Um, so he could have played the guitar because remember Ralph was in that guitar film that I've never seen. Um, was he? It ran. Help me out. Ah, it's the blues one. Yeah, I've um, never seen it. I haven't seen it. No, nah. I haven't seen it either. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you the name of it. Um, I just remember Cross, Crossroads. That's it. Is it Crossroads? Yeah, yeah. Is it Crossroads? Yeah, not to be confused with the sort of nineteen eighties right. hotel drama. <laughs> um, but I, it, that's probably another discussion. But I, that's one of those films I always remember seeing in the video shop and never getting out. God, um, yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, but no. Um, overall, if we if, you know if you want us to make a sort of uh, you know, give a verdict. I'd say he probably wouldn't have been a very good Marty McFly. What do you guys think? Hmm. Imran, what do you think? I um, I can kind of see it. I I I don't. I would never want to. You know, I I can't imagine anyone really doing what um Michael J. Fox did for it. But I think he probably could hmm. have done a pretty good job. I think the. There's a very kind of rushed and disheveled nature about both both actors, I think, in in a good way, in, in their respective roles as as Marty and Daniel. And I I don't, I, I can kind of see it, but I I you know that there is Back to the Future has a, has a good amount of sort of comedy attached to the role, and um, I suppose I can't really I mean. Yeah, I, I need to call him LaRusso. Um, um, uh, Ralph obviously was in My Cousin Vinny. Um, it's an understated role. He's not by any means the the focus of, you know, the comedy or anything like that. But I, I'm not entirely sure how he would have fared from, again, you know, from a comedy perspective. But I do think, I, I think he could have done it. I think it wouldn't have been a, a, a bad pick at all. Hmm. Um, but obviously, yeah, it, it, you know, they made the right choice, absolutely. But, uh, um, but yeah, no. I would you reckon, Dan? Um, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a thousand miles from, you know, the the depiction that we we actually got, and I agree that was completely perfect. But there is something I don't know. I, I for some reason I feel that um, you know Ralph would be a bit more street smart and a bit wiser and a bit like and I'm not, I'm not saying like nerdy intelligent but it, it 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 feels like in my mind he was i don't know because because of the, the whole new york thing and he, he was a bit i don't know like like you you've got to think that that marty mcfly uh and the way he's he's being portrayed is is kind of a middle-class suburban family whereas for some reason you know when i think of karate kid he's you know, I don't think for whatever reason he's lost his father and he's, you know, forced to move to a neighbourhood and that he didn't want to. And I, I don't know. It, it feels to me that because because in those movies he's a little bit more hardened and I don't know. It there, there there's no real reason to to suspect that he would take that into his portrayal of Marty. But yeah, I just think he's. He's a little bit more 
you know cheeky and wise and a bit a bit more cunning whereas i i always feel that like i don't know uh michael j fox as you said as as you pointed out um he, he you know he, he brings that vulnerability he's quite i don't know he's he's a bit more he, he's less rugged he's more mm-hmm. kind of lovable more more kind of kind of family friendly it's like he he's the 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 pg version of marty where <laughs> ralph would be the the i don't know the the 12 or 15 rated marty with a bit more bearing in mind the pg version or uh, was was about to you know force himself onto his <laughs> what would the 12 or ralph 15 with, version what would ralph have done with that scene i really wonder <laughs> No, I think I think he's edgier, isn't he, Ralph Macchio? He's a little bit edgier, you know. A little bit. Yeah, not much though. Um, it's funny because when I was thinking about it, I'll, I'm going to throw something in there now. Fantasy casting, right? If Ralph was in it, imagine if Pat Morita was Doc. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You laugh, you laugh, but you know. I started thinking, actually, do you mind if I sort of launch a new theory that I've been working on for the last um, two hours? 14 years. Um, (laughs) Last 20 minutes or so, uh, while we're waiting for Imran's laptop to uh, fire up. Um, I've been putting a lot of research. During the week, I was starting to think, because you know Pat Morita did comedy didn't he before mm, yeah, yeah, he happy was, days, wasn't yeah it? of course yeah yeah and, and i'm sure you've all seen it as interviews with him where you know he, he they didn't really want him for the role because he was seen as a comedian rather than you know a serious actor but i've got a theory and i was thinking about this during the week i can't think of an 80s film that pat marita couldn't have been in <laughs> seriously he would have been a brilliant oh, ghostbuster. that's the best podcast we've never recorded seriously he would have been, he would have been a fantastic ghostbuster <laughs> name, name a film and, and try like you know a slightly comedic film it could have been in anything can he be mr miyagi in all of these roles though a sort of variation of i i, I guess you know oh, Uncle awesome. Buck. he would have been brilliant <laughs> in that <laughs> <laughs> i can't even remember that very well what would he be in robocop <laughs> <laughs> Well, I haven't thought it through that much, but he, he would have slotted in in a slightly a sort of. He would have been good in Crocodile Dundee, not as not as Crocodile Dundee, but you know, just a slightly sort of off the wall oh. character. You know, I, I'm talking cameos. You know, not not the lead. Oh, but I'm just saying he's one of those sort of. Oh, hang on, oh yeah, cameos. I mean, you could you. <laughs> You really get away with anything, but I, I thought you were like casting him as one of the main leads. <laughs> there were Louise. Um, yeah, yeah, he could have been the Brad Pitt character. <laughs> <Louise couldn't. laughs> oh, anyway, brilliant. He could definitely so, have been a good Ghostbuster. I think I'd love yeah. love him in the in the yeah. Tully role, maybe. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah. yeah. See, so you're with me, aren't you, on this theory? Well, well to take this theory, maybe even a step further. Sorry, you got me. <laughs> what, if we, what if we did a complete swap? Because I don't think you've considered it from this angle. So we could have 
Doc Brown as Pat Morita mm. and Ralph Macchio as Marty. But what if Michael J. Fox was the Karate Kid? Well, I did start and Doc about this. Brown and Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd was Miyagi. Well, we could have to make, we have to change a few things, but um, in that he's not Japanese. Yeah, um, but he could be. The I, think, I think it works better bringing bringing the Karate Kid characters into Back to the Future for some reason. Yeah. But not you the other way around. Straight swap, couldn't you? Johnny would be a good biff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good. Um, uh, Crease would be brilliant as Marty's mum. No, I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> Strickland. Oh, he'd be, a good, he would be a good Strickland. Yeah, that's very he good. Would, yeah, that's very good. But in all seriousness, what, what would you think about Marty McFly? About Michael J. Fox as the Karate Kid? Oh, that's interesting. That would it? really work. In my in yeah. my head, that would that would work. Yeah. I don't I know why fighting, but like I, I don't know. I yeah, they're both quite. If I don't know if 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 you stood them side by side, they they both have similar statures at that time you know, as 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 that age. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine them being quite similar because even you know you know. Ralph Macchio in Karate Kid was quite, a, a, you know, there's not, he hadn't, didn't have any physical presence. I don't think Marty's got much physical presence, even though he seemed to be quite happy to, you know, to hit hit Biff. If you actually think about that, the the psychology of that, this this bully, he he was completely fearless. Um, yeah, we, we actually, yeah, we we kind of, yeah, we labeled actually we labeled Ralph as the streetwise one. Yeah, if you I... think about it, Marty actually he never ran from any bully, no, no, or any situation. You just throw the chicken line at him, and he comes fighting, doesn't he? So absolutely, yeah, yeah. The the kind of which I think he he even took that into Teen Wolf. Teen Teen Wolf to me is the is the exact. <laughs> it's basically Marty McFly, but in a different universe. <laughs> And a wolf. Like, turn it into a wolf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> excuse me. It's the exact same character. Yeah, in my head, I don't know. It makes me laugh yeah. these films because, like, it's... we all love them. Blah blah blah. We know, but imagine pitching that film now to Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Team Wolf in particular. Some they're so stupid, aren't they? You know, I know they updated <laughs> it with a, you know, with a series in there that I, I never watched. But just what was considered sort of. A, not acceptable because that, that you know that suggests they weren't acceptable. What was considered like totally believable, you know, as a family film was just so it's changed so much, hasn't it? You know. Yeah, I thought you're right though. It's, when you say imagine pitching it, I imagine in the eighties they probably threw wads of cash at whoever pitched it before the sentence was complete. Mm-hmm. Teen, what take the money? Yeah, it's yeah. the eighties, <laughs> baby. <laughs> like yeah. Mac and me and Short Circuit and Teen Wolf, mm-hmm. love it, brilliant, go with it. Do you remember, this is really old, but I remember, I remember, I think I sent it to you guys, but it was a good few years ago. There was like a, a sketch that someone had done where they really cleverly interspersed like their own scenes with Team Wolf. And it was all like the people's reactions to what was going on. Do you know what I mean? If you, oh do you remember gosh, that? Yes. Do remember oh, that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, you know, like the reality of, you know, this guy's yeah. turned into a wolf. So of course the, you know, the, that whether her name is Pamela wants to date him and everyone's going like are you sure about this you know it's cutting to all their friends going like you know it's a bit strange isn't it that he turns into a wolf have you ever thought about that you know and all stuff like that and mm. it was really well done because it looked it was seamless wasn't it you know and like it was kind of looking at it from 
modernize if you like or i think i think yeah. what we need to do is and i've got, i've gone through this in my head so many times but and i think we've discussed it quite a few times we need to do a mini cast where we literally talk about you know would this get made you know would this film or would, would these 80s films get made today and kind of deconstruct some of the the kind of weird and wonderful concepts mm. of some of the most beloved and iconic films because there's so much to unpack and I don't want to do it now because we're no. getting quite off topic but you know if you think of you know Team Wolf Goonies Back to the Future even even Ghostbusters there's so many things where you, you look you look back at that and think would that how did that get past the yeah, yeah. you know the producers the censors how did people think mm. that's a good idea and you watch it back with adult eyes and you're like oh that's what? that's yeah. weird or awkward but we, that's, we, that's we, an- Different discussion, but it is a different yeah. I mean, yeah, for different time. some of the stuff that made it to family films is is yeah, yeah. That that's a good discussion. That yeah. Um. So, is there any other characters from any other films that you want to uh, examine further, Stu? Before we move to Imran's deconstruction of the Turtles film, can again? I do? <laughs> can I do one more? One more. I know we're all big fans, and I know we again we discussed it. It was some of the people that might have ended up in Ghostbusters, I think, is worth a quick conversation. The one that really caught my eye that we were talking about earlier in the week was the potential of Chevy Chase being in Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. I can give you my quick verdict if you want. I mean, I I think he I always think he should have been in it anyway, before I read earlier in the week that he was nearly in it as a Venkman, I believe. Did he turn it down just to just to examine that a little bit? Because again, background for some of the conversations we're talking about. Because Ghostbusters was essentially going to be an SNL vehicle, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Because it was going to have Belushi, Eddie Murphy, blah blah blah. So, um, and it kind of obviously, uh, well, there's I I don't want to jump in and give you know give context to to why some characters. Uh, so why some actors didn't play certain characters, but I don't know what happened with Chevy Chase. So was there any kind of background? I don't know. I just read he was offered it, so that suggests he did turn it down. And I, I got all excited when we were when we were thinking oh, about this thing. Hang he on, wouldn't... hang on, hang on. I did read something about that. I'm sure it was in the article you one of that you I sent me. You. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he said something about the and and I've heard this um, quoted before. That the original script they wrote is ridiculously different to what ended mm. up being made. So I think the script that Chevy Chase said he said was really weird and scary because there was all kinds of concepts and ideas. weren't they? wasn't wasn't a ghost? Wasn't something about ghosts on the moon or Ghostbusters on the moon or something like that? Probably. Something. I'm sure there was something in outer space, and it, it wasn't as much of a comedy. So apparently, I did read that. I'm sure it was one of the articles you guys shared that he said that the script that he read and turned down was nothing like the script that got made. Probably, yeah. I mean, when I went through the thought process, I was quite surprised the conclusion I came to because I just thought, I always thought he should have been in it. But then when (laughs) I read he was offered Venkman, I actually started, you know, when you think about that character, the sort of sarcasm, the, you know, he's the flirt, you know, whatever, whatever you want to, you know, I couldn't imagine him doing it. again. It's a bit like what I was saying about you know 
Ralph and Marty. I couldn't imagine him doing that side of the character. But I came to the conclusion that he would have been great, but probably should have been a you know a completely different character that we never saw. I don't know what you guys think. Well, I, I'd agree. Hmm. I've, I'm not. I've never was ever really too big on Chevy Chase, and I I don't think it would have been. It might have been okay, but I don't think it's sort of certainly not in the the realms of um, like Bill Murray in the mm. role. Surely there was a. I think one of the articles you guys sent around had um, the suggestion of Michael Keaton mm. as the role, and I I'm all in on that. I think he would have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I could imagine Great. that as well. Mm. There's really there's nothing Michael Keaton can't do. I mean, is uh, for some reason that when when I thought about that, I considered. Do you remember the eighties movie Dream Team? Not very well. I've seen it a long time ago. Yeah, with Christopher Lloyd and yeah. uh, Bush, a couple of others. Yeah, I remember that. Brilliant, yeah. massively underrated movie. It's such a great film. But he, I mean, when you look at everything, I mean, I remember him being cast as Batman, and it was like, oh, this this isn't going to work at all. But he, you know, nails that. It nails Beetlejuice. He nails anything. And I, yeah, I think as Venkman, he would have been. Oh, mm. the next best person I think you could have put in the role, I, th- I, I would imagine. I saw your reaction to that, you know, earlier. And I was I was actually thinking, you know, his Beetlejuice character would make a really good Ghostbusters villain. <laughs> oh, it would. That's yeah. a great one. That's a great one. That would slot yeah. straight in. And that would be an amazing crossover because... That would be. You could argue the one thing, I think, that maybe not the uh, the first... Ghostbusters film, but a lot of people don't didn't like uh, the villain in in a Ghostbusters two, which I disagree with. But a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't think the villain was as good. And uh, in the all female remake, the villain was terrible. Um, and even in the the recent film, because it's kind of the same villain from the first film ish, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of people who are a bit like you know. Uh, overall, the Ghostbusters films don't have iconic villains, and you could, you know, you, you could probably even if you think about, you know, Zool or whatever. The, you know, the the, the thing that people uh, remember more is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. So I think Beetlejuice as a Ghostbusters villain would have been phenomenal. Yeah, it was only just popped into my head, and I was just thinking it it, it kind of just works. So that there's no. You know, you don't have to sort of consider what may or it, it's like. Wow, he could just walk in, walk into that film, and it would like. Yeah. yeah. Actually, wasn't Gina yeah. Davis in uh, Beetlejuice? <laughs> he, she was. Wasn't he, she? Was. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. it all comes back to Gina Davis. She was. Um, she was almost played by Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I think he turned it down though, because the original script for Beetlejuice was was set. Set in space or something. Yeah. <laughs> that must be because you do hear that every now and then from a casting perspective when uh, a person is revealed to have turned something down, and they, and sometimes in quite insincerity, they say, "Yeah, but what they made is not what I was pitched." Mm-hmm. You know, and you must think, "Yeah, that must that must burn." In terms of you know, if you say, "Oh, we're going to do this thing," and you're like, oh, "That sounds terrible," mm-hmm. no, and then you're like, "Well, you made exactly <laughs> what I would have said yes to. Why, why, why didn't you pitch me that?" Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't remember why Eddie Murphy turned down uh, the role of Winston Zedmore because he was definitely, um, you know, I mean, he's buddies with, um, oh, God, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd, yeah. And all the SNL, you know, they're all, 
I know Belushi was 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 meant to be was meant to actually take that take Dan Aykroyd's role. I think mm. I think that was what. But yeah, you you kind of think that well, they all knew each other. Sorry, go on, Imran. Well, sorry, just then, sorry to interrupt, but it was actually, I think I have an answer to that. Um, and it was one of the, the links that you guys sent. I'm trying to see who sent it. I think it might have been Stu um, about roles actors sort of regretted turning down. But it was while Aykroyd was making Trading Places, he said to Eddie, like, we're making this thing about basically Ghostbusters catching ghosts in the city. And Eddie Murphy, apparently, it's, it's, it's displayed in quotes, he said, sounds like a crock of shit to me. <laughs> and <laughs> in typical Eddie Murphy fashion. Um, and subsequently, Aykroyd went, oh, okay, thanks anyway. <laughs> Interesting. I, I well, also apparently... think, well, I've heard, again, but maybe I'm unsubstantiated, that he was... By the time Ghostbusters kind of got greenlit and was, you know, was was getting cast, I think Eddie Murphy was already making uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but um, that would have been a very different film with Eddie Murphy or different character. Because I, I I think the great thing about Winston is he's like he's like the straight guy, and he doesn't. It's not like it's not Eddie Murphy, is it? He doesn't. He's not. No, he's probably the least comic. But I think that's what works about because it's all everything Apparently, happening yeah. around him isn't it and i think eddie murphy might have been you know he's sort of it's hard to imagine anyone else in any other role isn't it and i, I sort of imagine him being really you know like another one of the comedians in it and I, I feel like you know as i say what was great about winston was he wasn't like that wasn't he yeah i don't know uh, that was actually the character that i was gonna cite um but it was I, I actually think you have a very different movie with Eddie Murphy yeah. in the role. I, I like if you if the role was as reduced as Winston, I can almost see them filming it and then saying, We have to we have to change this. We like we he needs to be in this considerably more. Yeah, yeah. And this is you know how big he was at that time. I mean, mm. even when he was just on SNL, he exploded very, very quickly. Mm. He got into movies very soon afterwards and he was massive. Mm. These were like these were peak Eddie Murphy years. Mm. And I think to put him in that movie, I think he would have really I don't I don't know if it in like a good way or a bad way. I think he would have really eclipsed everyone else yeah, yeah. just in terms certainly name value at that point. And I, I think you would get a very different movie. I think it'd be very interesting to know how it would have played out with him in that yeah. role. Um uh, Beverly Hills Cop's yeah. coming back, isn't it? I'm sure you've seen who keeps seeing the news items about uh, Beverly Hills mm. Cop four, would it be? Yeah. Yeah, they're filming it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. they've, they've pretty back. much brought back all of all the, the cast cool yeah. for that, yeah. yeah. It's got to be on. I think it's a Netflix film. I think. I think it's oh, really? a premiere cool. on that. I think. Yeah, certainly a streaming film. Yeah. No, I, I'm so, looking forward to that. I quite. I, I love the. I mean, I, I haven't rewatched them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they stand up, but I remember loving them. You know, at the time. Pretty well, like I think yeah. pretty well. I I think for some reason they they always repeat the third film quite a lot. I always like switch on the, you know, yeah. TV at random times. It's like oh, Beverly Hills Cop three. It's like which. It, again, not a terrible film, but it, it's, it's the worst the of the three, if, mm. if you like. Um, is that the one set in like a theme park? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I remember being a bit disappointed with it, and I, I remember the first two more, you know. Yeah, it, it definitely, you know, it's the weakest of the series, but mm. an okay film. But yeah, they, I don't know why they repeat it more. I've seen more. there's been a couple of photos, you know, on the set, and, you know, it's just crazy because he really has. He just doesn't look any different, does he? Whereas all the other ones just like really aged. And... Well, he's got the jacket back as well, hasn't yeah. he? He's got the iconic jacket. 
Um, yeah. Imran, coming to you, what would be some of the actors and actresses that you uh, feel? I don't. There, there's no lead into this. <laughs> I can really, really. I love it. I'm like, how do I? How do I put this? What what actors iconic role? No, it's impossible. It's like it's like yeah. tying tying yourself around with tongues. What actors or actresses uh, that didn't play iconic roles would you have liked to have seen play those roles, or at least talk about them? It's impossible. What <laughs> <laughs> um, well, again, Eddie? Eddie Murphy as Winston Zedmore was going to be what I was going to say, but another one that I'm well, it's sort of one actor in several kind of roles as a result. But I think Al Pacino kind of uh, really intrigues me, and, and like roles that he like, obviously with Godfather, for example. I mean, there were you know he was he was like oh geez, last on the list. I mean, even James Caan who played Sonny Corleone auditioned for the role. Uh, Robert Redford was was wanted for the role. Uh, Jack Nicholson was wanted pretty much everyone but Al Pacino um and it, it's just it's you know career making role for him and you know I can't imagine anyone else playing it but I'm fascinated by the people that you know quite nearly could have had it and also the fact I, I love this one the idea that Al Pacino was offered Han Solo <laughs> like yeah. I I can't see it but I would love to have seen like <laughs> a screen test or something i don't think they even got that far but you know pacino has been very open about the fact that it was a space movie and he was completely lost he had no idea you know what it was about it wasn't his thing totally and that's totally fair um but i i i haven't been able to get it out of my mind since you guys sent that link over al pacino as han solo i <laughs> i can't I know at all no no <laughs> but what it's, about it's... what about christopher walken as as Han Solo. Yeah, I've heard the one as well, yeah. I, yeah, I can't... There's more, in a way... I'm use the word charm. I don't know if that's the right word, but I think probably he would have had more... He could have had a more... You know, Chris Walken, that is, had a more playful approach to the character, which is needed. I can't see Pacino presenting that. But even Christopher Walken, like, my gosh, like, I... There's... I mean, has he ever done... A light-hearted role like that, or a comedic role, or I should put like a hundred, but I can't think of Al Pacino. No, no, Christopher Walken. Oh, Christopher, uh, Christopher Walken. I think it, it feels to me he's he's had kind of cameos in in different genre films, whereas Al Pacino, I don't think, apart from playing the devil in um, is it the Devil's Advocate. Yeah, that that's as close as he's come to playing something that I wouldn't a, a bit more colourful, a bit more kind of cheeky and playful with. Yeah, that's you know, a good call actually, um, and he's freaking brilliant in that film. Oh, he's amazing, but yeah, I, Christopher Walken. I'm I'm trying to think. As he got older, I swear to God, he's he's been in, you know, he's kind of crossed over into a few different like horror and, and comedy genres but but certainly back then and in the, in in these you know the films that he's most famous for no god you would not uh, you could not imagine him yeah. being han solo han solo or reindeer games christopher walken i'll go with reindeer games <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i can't yeah the han solo casting is 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 it's just one of those things with with han solo isn't it i you know i mean is there anyone else you could have picked for that I was just racking my brain. It's 
it's just what sometimes you just is you, you know a guy gets a role guy or girl excuse me um will get a role and it's like you just can't imagine anything else there's not a single person else that can do, that could have done it what about jack nicholson as han solo <laughs> yeah or? it's han solo uh, i'm trying to think of because this is the thing I, I i never like to go too too in the realm of picking someone who who wouldn't have been you know the right age and the right you know, in that era, yeah. there's, no, there's no point in, no. in in trying to say like Charlie Chaplin or something. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going, going the opposite way, or, or you know, like you you can't say old Tom Cruise could have been um, uh, Han Solo because uh, right. slightly different era, but yeah, Jack Nicholson seems like he would always have been too old. Mm. Mm. You say, like, I, I don't know. You know you say yeah, that how old would he have been? Yeah. It's funny you say that because you do just imagine him now, or don't you, for some reason. There must be someone who could Christopher have Lloyd. Because Christopher Lloyd would have been around the right <laughs> age. <laughs> and if you, you think of think of him talk, talking about, you know, the, 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 the Millennium Falcon winning, you know, doing the Kessel run in 98 <laughs> or whatever it is. Imagine him doing the really geeky <laughs> sci-fi lines. You, you could imagine, you know, it's not that far away from reality. What was young? I, I can't think of a role. What was an early Christopher Walker? Um, uh, excuse me, Christopher Lloyd role. He was wasn't he in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah, he Christopher was. Lloyd. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. it's it's weird because he, he did a few roles where obviously it's like. <laughs> Sorry, he, I'm just imagining it was hard. I know. I that's yeah. brilliant. It was I a love princess it. Lady, You know that I love you. I know. I love you. 1.21 gigawatts. Because <laughs> he's 84, wasn't he? He was 84 last week. Yeah. And so he would be, would have been, what, in his 50s when Star Wars were up? No. Yeah. He could have done wow. it. Maybe late 40s. No, I, late, I, I think late 40s. And because it's weird, because it, he was playing Doc and he was playing someone at least 10 years older than he actually was. So... Yeah, he's grown into that though, isn't he? Yeah, it's weird. Down, he's it? become yeah. more, more like the Doc mm. than the Doc originally was when those yeah. films were first made. But yeah, well, Kurt, Kurt Russell was Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's been obvious quite choice. A bit cool. Yeah, that that doesn't seem to the the cocky kind of arrogant. If you if you took his role from. Um, if you tried to watch that with what have you recently it's a very weird film <laughs> I remember watching that at the cinema not quite again, maybe this is for the next one that we were talking about yeah we and need to bring TJ back for this because this is yes and I'd be very careful with what you said is he a big fan but I remember loving it now, I, I remember loving it as a kid and then I tried to watch it recently and you know like all the bits you ignore as a kid and you sort of you start going. It just seems totally implausible, but I'm sure it is good if you're listening. <laughs> it, it is, it is brilliant. Yeah. I like, it's one of my favourite films. It's definitely in my top ten. But mm. I, I was watching it uh, recently, and I forgot that there's this squidgy ball with 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 a weird face and multiple eyes that that floats. Mm. I don't. Know, I can't remember. It's like supposed to read their minds or something. And I'm like. What the fuck is that? Where did, <laughs> where did they where did they bring that into it? Yeah. There's also like a weird sort of pink. It's largely pink, but really grotesque kind of 
cave monster. Did you remember that? Yeah, Towards I was totally confused by the whole thing, and I remember loving it. <laughs> There's some really, you know, TJ, forgive us, forgive us, but there are some really, really odd things in it. Yeah, they don't doesn't ruin the main movie or what happens, but yeah, they. They they got a bit carried away with the kind of creature effects and things that they realised they could do, and I think they had a f- they had a few costumes and stuff that were lying around unused from other films, and they yeah. just went, we've, got, we've got a bit of budget left. Should we just stick a weird pink monster in there and a, and a giant? Yeah, it was like a I... yellow floating um, creature with multiple eyeballs. It's just like, mm. what, what is this? Yeah, I mean, as I say, I remember loving it, but I'm sure it is good. I just need to watch it again, but not analyse it too much. <laughs> no. um, you know, I prefer much more serious genres like T-Morph and T-Morph 2. <laughs> much more plausible, <laughs> plausible films. Yeah. The, good, the good thing about T-Morph is there isn't a bloke that gets, like like his dad doesn't get so so angry <laughs> about losing his like best friend or master that he gets... He gets so angry that he just explodes and just <laughs> commit, commits suicide through sheer will and anger. Which uh, anyway, TJ will will destroy us if we carry on on this. Okay. Uh, it's a great uh, film. It's a great film. Is is no, I think it probably is. I just yeah. Um, Imran, any other uh, picks or uh, choices? Um, no, I'm I'm. I'm tempted not to rehash a, an old conversation i guess we would have discussed eric stoltz as as marty mcfly uh in in our back to the future i think we did anyway but the fact that it's you know he came inches i, felt, I always felt bad for him um mm. but yeah he obviously came inches within uh didn't he sort of make the half role. the film and then they kind of dropped him didn't he do what's right didn't they film but like a good half of the film with him yeah the there's actually there's shots of yeah. him in the film yeah. as well right. like it's long distance shots in the film and but obviously, even they knew, like you know, it's that working, Fox yeah. was the way to go, hmm. and they did everything they could to secure him. But yeah, no, apart from yeah, yeah, those are the because he uh, kind of interesting ones for me. I think I think uh, we did discuss this on another podcast, but yeah, he yeah. wanted to play it quite straight, and he didn't know how to deliver the. Because again, I mean, Back to the Future isn't a comedy, but it has a lot of comic moments, and I think yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, he he just wasn't he he wanted to to do it one way, and they were all like, well, you know, it, it it's not as serious and and straight as maybe he wanted to play. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, you Dan, is any 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 sort of contenders that or character or actors etc that could have or should have played some that you would have quite liked to see? Um, I don't know. Um, I I think we've we've kind of covered so many that um there's there's not there's never been any well aside from the ones we've already discussed there's not really any that i've fixated on um i'm trying to think um or is there anyone you would like to have seen subbed anyone that was cast in a role that you thought you really shouldn't have been in that this person would have done it much better um well, I guess one interesting one was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger apparently was 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 going to play um, RoboCop, and really? yeah, apparently they got him into a suit, and it looked just ridiculous. I think they <laughs> they kind of realised that they needed 
they needed someone of a specific build. But mm-hmm. yeah, they offered they actually offered him the role of uh, Murphy in RoboCop, you know, the lead. Um, and he accepted it. Um, but yeah, after after I think they did a few like they, they got yeah they they did a few test costume stuff. And they were like, "Yeah, this guy just isn't, yeah, isn't isn't really what what they envisioned to be." So I was I was always kind of curious, as like, okay, what what do what would have RoboCop been like had they somehow, you know, if you if you imagine that the suit that they had, um, oh, I forget the name of what was the actor who played Murphy. Yeah, but what if they had got the same suit design um, and put that suit on um, Arnie? So it's Peter Weller. It's Peter Weller. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So what, what would it look like? What, what would Arnie look like with just basically his lips? Because he's already, let's face he's already played the Terminator. He's fairly, mm. you know, you could say in, in a sense he, his acting is fairly robotic. So yeah, I always kind of thought it'd be interesting if 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 they had have worked a way around that and got him in the suit, yeah. um, or at least I would have loved to have seen um, him play a bad, you know, one of the villains, mm. um, which you know, seeing as that they are supposed to be doing uh, a film that is going to be the. They're, like what they did with the with the Terminator franchise, they're they're ignoring all the films that came after the first film, and they're supposed yeah. to be doing a sequel to the original film, and just saying, oh, the rest, all the other films that happened, you know, of, of Robocop, did, they're doing that with Robocop, Robocop yeah. Wow. Um, mm. But it's gone, it's gone quite, it's gone quiet on that front um, because the guy who did um, District Nine um, was meant to be. Uh, directing it. Um, oh God, I forgot his name. Um, District Nine. Um, yeah, but he he um, he left. He left the the project. I think uh, a year ago. So, um, oh yeah, Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, he was supposed to be doing new Robocop film, and it was all. The script is written, but it looks like it's unlikely that it's going to get well, going to get made anytime soon because he's now exited the project. But yeah, <laughs> you can imagine having you know Arnie um, voicing uh, a CGI evil robot. <laughs> but um, yeah, and also I kind of also you know thinking about films like you know other kind of. Um, iconic films like like something like total recall um some of the other bad future films is is there any kind of actors you know is like blade runner i don't know if there was anyone else considered for blade runner but could could anyone else have um you know taken harrison ford's role in that i mean i actually think that the sequel um it the the casting and the sequels, you know, really inspired. But yeah, I haven't seen it. Who, who's who's the younger actor in the sequel again? Twenty is it twenty forty nine? Blade Runner. Um, oh, it's um Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, Gosling yeah. and 
Dave Bautista is in there yeah. as well. But yeah, having Ryan Gosling as a, a kind of, well, he is a simulant, isn't he? He's, I thought that, that casting um, was really good. Um, I, I guess I would have probably have liked to have seen someone else play Mad Max. I don't, I was never really... Um, really? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I'm... I don't know. I just, uh, I am, I love Tom Hardy. I, I'm a big Tom Hardy fan, but I just didn't, didn't really think he made a particularly good oh. Mad Max. Oh, you don't mean Mel Gibson? Huh? You don't mean Mel Gibson? What? In, no, in the, you know, the new, the, oh, the remake. The remake. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Like, Sorry, I initially thought Mel Gibson was Yeah, no, 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 no. Mel Gibson, I mean, well, I know he's had his, uh, his troubles but yeah no he he is to me he is mad max i mean it's, it was very hard even though tom hardy played did it brilliantly i i can't fault his performance but to me uh you know um mad max is is mel gibson it, it felt really strange to see uh tom hardy play that role i mean it you know having having um will smith as uh, Neo in the Matrix. That that to me is quite believable. Mm. Um, I think that would work. It it might have been a bit strange. I don't know if the chemistry between the actors and the, the balance, you know, because ha- obviously having Will Smith and Lawrence Fishburne, it you know, I, I don't know. It, it it might have kind of changed the dynamic of the film. But I think I think that would have worked. No, I don't really. No, I don't. I think Will Smith, I, I, and he's like a hero of mine. He really is. But I think almost in every film apart from Ali, uh, but I think The Pursuit of Happiness was his turning point as an actor because he was Will Smith in every movie. And I, whenever I think of whenever I think of the idea, like him in Matrix, I just think it would be, I almost can't see Will Smith doing it unless it became a mildly Michael Bay-esque, you know, like explosive action. And it would be like, I, you know, you're, this isn't, I just can't see him doing it. I really, like, I really don't, I can understand why he was pitched it, but I, I just don't think it would have worked unless he completely gave himself up to whatever they wanted to do. And I don't think he would have. Okay. Think, yeah. If you, if you compared his roles in things like Wild Wild West and Bad Boys, and Bad Boys, yes. But think I Am Legend. But yeah, but think of I Am Legend came later. Okay, yes. That's think, the timing. You've got to look at it's okay. Michael. It's um, it's uh, it's Bad Boys, uh, Will Smith. It, it was, uh, and even in Men in Black, he was great, but he was Will Smith. Mm-hmm. That was the Fresh mm-hmm. Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. Yeah. You're and and that's exactly that. the character you would have had in Matrix. And I don't think it would have worked at all. No, I think you're right. He's what about... Um, but now, just to say, I again, I adore him. He's a yeah. genuine hero. He's a fantastic actor now. Like Pursuit of Happiness, yeah. and a whole host of films. Arlene, and I am Legend. Yeah. He's fantastic in that. But he that that I am. I think Pursuit of Happiness was a turning point for him, where he almost realized he was doing the same thing in every movie, and he mm. stopped being Will Smith in every movie. Beyond after that point, but yeah, at that point, it wouldn't have been good. I no. don't know, personally, anyway. No, yeah, uh, I hear you. I mean, it. It's also. One of the things just wanted to touch on before we wrap up is I love the fact that 
Like I would never have pitched Keanu Reeves to play John Wick because it, right. <laughs> in my head, I, okay, I appreciate that he'd you know he'd gone from you know stoner roles, um, you know, like Bill and Ted. Um, you know, he had done the Matrix, but for me, like positioning him as a you know a, a fighting action hero in 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 a hyper violent film like that just you know matrix kind of works because he'd done a fair amount of sci-fi done johnny mnemonic and um a few other things but yeah like i I remember when a friend of mine was like oh you got to see john wick and i'm like what's john wick and it's always about this um you know this retired assassin who goes on this killing spree after 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 his dog gets killed, and I was like, "What the hell?" And then he was like, "Oh yeah, and it's it's Keanu Reeves." And I was like, Keanu Reeves is this kind of like killer, you know, assassin, and and yeah, he is brilliant. Like you, you can't imagine anyone else as, as John Wick now. And that's a comparatively lower budget movie as well. <laughs> the first one, when you then the later ones, there there these are mammoth, uh, mammothly successful movies at that point. But this was almost a low, very quite a comparatively low budget movie. Yeah, I don't even think it had. If it did, if it did have a cinema release, it was minimal. Like it didn't. It certainly wasn't a big budget cinema blockbuster that got a big push. Uh, I didn't even like. I, I watched it. Um, you know, I think someone lent me a D- gave me a DVD of it. I, I, you know, I didn't even know it had been on at the cinema. Even if it, I don't even know if it made the cinema. It might have gone straight to DVD. But yeah, as you say, man, it was definitely kind of a, a small budget, kind of high risk project that they undertook. That yeah, just you know, took off, um, like in a way that I don't think anyone predicted. But you know, another another brilliant example of that kind of reinvention is is um, Liam Neeson in um, oh, Taken. Taken. Yeah. I mean, again, I didn't. I think I saw Taken two or three in the cinema, but the first Taken film, I'd never heard of it. Again, a friend went, "Oh, you know, you've got to watch Liam Neeson in this," and I was like, "What? Liam Neeson as an ex-cop in a in a film about someone who kidnaps his." his uh, daughter and I'm like you know Liam Neeson to me had never been someone who I pictured as as an action hero but yeah and, and it and it worked so it's funny it's funny you mention him because in in my research in the last week I read something that really surprised me but I thought that could have worked did you know he was nearly James Bond yeah I had heard that Goldeneye. yeah Goldeneye. See, I, I could totally imagine that wow. for some reason. Well, wow, I didn't know that. That's amazing. I, yeah. I I did know that, and I actually, if you if you kind of like to me now, after having you know Daniel Craig in that role, I always yeah. have a bit of problem with Pierce Brosnan. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan as Bond, and especially now that he's done crap like Mamma Mia and God knows how many <laughs> terrible films. It really, it's. I find it really jarring when I go back and watch a Pierce Brosnan Bond film. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. At the time, there was nothing wrong with it, but now I look back and I think, mm. oh man, why? Why did they cast yeah. him? He's so different to. I think he's like 
extension of it's Roger Moore, wasn't he? Really, it's funny actually. You yeah. mentioned Mamma Mia. Here's, here's a question: Which which other Bond actors could you imagine pulling off Mamma Mia? As <laughs> a short Connery in Mamma Mia. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to say to that one, yeah, but anyway. yeah. It, I mean, Pierce Brosnan definitely can't sing. So I on the subject. Yeah, on, sorry, the, go on, no, go on, on the subject of Bond, right? I there's a massive Wiki, there's a whole Wikipedia page of all the people that like were nearly Bond. They either were offered it, turned it down, or were considered at some point. And you go through the list, and there's there's quite a lot of people you sort of go, yeah, maybe, possibly. And some names really stick out. I'll give you three that really stuck out for me: Kenneth Williams. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sid James St- stuck out for me. You know, in the sense of I just could not imagine gone. Michael Caine, apparently at some point was considered. <laughs> Adam West, apparently. Wow. That um, makes a lot of sense because if you think of, you know, Roger Moore. Yeah he, yeah, he might have done that. Yeah. And then the other one I just could not believe was on the list, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood? How? Oh, yeah, that's... Is it wow. chocolates, as we said at the start of the show? You can only imagine these people in like the roles that we know them for, you know. And I, I was actually thinking, like Clint Eastwood, I, was, I started to think of like a crossover of like James Bond and Every Which Way But Loose, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was imagining you... a Western theme. Of <laughs> yeah. one. No, I was thinking of, I expect you to die, Mr. Bond. Right turn, Glad. <laughs> <laughs> Adam See, West could have brought with him all the sort of Kapows and oh the Bond belt! Oh <laughs> my god, the Bond belt! <laughs> but actually, I hadn't thought of it like you just said. He he would have quite happily slotted into a Roger Moore esque Bond film, wouldn't he? Yeah, like Moonraker really. or something. Or he really would. Um, I mean, I do. I know that there's a, a clamor for Tom Cruise to play. Is it like I don't know what it the the official title of the version of Iron Man, like Super Iron Man or something. Was it? Come on in, man. Help me out here. No, I don't know. This is new information to me. Um, well, you remember would... when the um, one of the, the the trailer to I think it was um, the Doctor Strange sequel came out. There were loads of people. There's there's lots of stuff packed in the trailer, where, and people said that they could see another version of Iron Man in, in one of the kind of alternate universe Iron Man. Oh, okay. Kind of, I think it's, I, I swear it's something like Ultimate Iron Man, but yeah, I, w- I wish uh, Dennis or TJ were on this podcast because mm. they would know. And there were a lot of rumours that Tom Cruise, who, you know, after being, after a lot of people, you know, probably knew about the fact that he was going to, you know, he could have played the original Iron Man, um, instead of Robert Downey Jr. Cause Robert Downey Jr. At the time was, I think high risk and mm. having a lot of legal difficulties. So a lot of people really expect, um, Tom Cruise to be cast as this multiverse version of Iron Man. Um, wow. Which, I'd love to see it. I think he'd do really great. He could do a great job. He'd be really cool. And I, and I also think, um, uh, Johnny Depp could have made a good Iron Man. <laughs> 
Wow. Oh, so, oh, I've just got Captain Jack Sparrow just then. I'm, I can't see at the moment, but give me time and I'll, yeah, I might come around to it. But also, Robert Downey Jr. would make a great Jack Sparrow. Do you not he think? He would. That, yes, he would. <laughs> I think those, That's a good one. those actors could definitely be interchangeable in a number of films, but probably doing them a disservice. <laughs> well, uh, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure um thank you both for titillating my alternative actor dimensional uh brain i have enjoyed it um thank you to everyone who who has listened and hope uh, you join us on another podcast soon take it easy